Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am the CEO and founder of J Intel, a nonprofit organization that bridges the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Being an overcomer, visionary, and God's creation, I empower women with their emotional wellness and intimacy with God to live abundantly. In this podcast series, we reveal that our wellness is not just physical health, but includes mental and spiritual health. True health and well-being include all three aspects. We transform our lives when we care for our mind, body, and spirit. Welcome home, everyone. I always enjoy our time, especially learning new things together. In this segment, we delve into a healing mindset and mind power healing. I ask, if you learned anything new during this segment, please share this information with others. As you share, let them know that our little old podcast, A Healing Peace, tell them all about us. Tell your friends to subscribe to our channel wherever they hear podcasts. And if you haven't done so already, you can do it together. Lastly, leave us a review. Tell others what you've learned and why you keep coming back for more. Yes, a Healing Peace Podcast. That's who we are. All right, now I'm back to the show. We all know that within a new segment, we do our wonderful tools and tips show. In our show, we provide bite-sized information for you to put into practice what you learned. Yes, we do. Before we delve into our wonderful tools and tips, I want to share an experience in IT. I believe I expressed in the past that I work in IT for my day job. Yes. Outside of me talking so much to you guys through this podcast, my initial breadwinner has been in the IT world. Having an engineering mind, I naturally learned new techniques to automate our daily tasks through software. Yes. I must admit, I do enjoy building things. My little hat comes on my little building cap. However, I have this one client who wants me to learn a new programming language and software. And I say that in present tense because it's actually one software product and it's one programming language, but they change it so many times that every time I learn it the first time, when I go back the second time, someone rebuilt the whole thing all over again and I have to start from scratch. The other pain that I have is that the platform is poorly documented. I can't find anything to get me through and to explain so that I can program what they're asking for. And so in this circumstance, I'm always behind. It's a steep learning curve. And again, I have to learn it over and over. I feel like I'm throwing darts in the dark. Well, let me stop because as I talk about it, it makes me more frustrated. I actually, wait before I even stop, I'm going to say this one last piece, which is one time I was so frustrated. I really did want to throw the computer. I was so mad. I wanted to throw it. I wanted to throw it. But 
Let me back up. Get to the point. You're like, what does this got to do anything with two-step show? What? Okay, this is what it has to do with it. I don't know. Sometimes it's probably not as extreme as what I've expressed in my IT experience. But sometimes when we learn new material, it's very easy to get frustrated. It's very easy to feel like I can't grasp this material. I don't have enough examples. My brain is not working with me today. And I bring this up because Crescenda did an incredible job sharing about NLP, Neural Realistic Programming Therapy. She revealed how our brains work at the subconscious and conscious levels. We discussed neuroplasticity and the importance of rewiring our brains from negative emotions and experiences. Since on the podcast, I cannot provide specifics on implementing NLP in your everyday life. I can't do that. But I want to ensure that you have the right documentation and examples to lead you to success, unlike my experiences with the software. I want you to be successful and not frustrated. With this being the case, I want to reiterate Crescinda's statements on learning more about NLP for yourself. She stated, do not YouTube it and try it on your own. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes, being in IT world, we live off of Google to find those examples. She also expressed finding individuals who have been trained to begin your journey. She asks that you ask yourself some questions. These questions are, what are your objectives? And who has the speciality to address your objectives? Not only that, as you're looking through people and learning more about what they offer, spend time getting to know them so you can understand their personality as they attempt to help you in your journey. You can always go to site website to learn more about NLP. And that is ChristendaJones.com. That's C-R-E-S-E-N-D-A Jones.com. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, JNTEL, and A Healing Peace are looking for community partners to support our mission. We are bridging the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Consider partnering with us. Go to jintel.org slash donate and contribute. By contributing in this manner, you ensure that we continue to spread this inspiring and encouraging message. Okay, back to our wonderful tools and tips, which of course highlights so much great information shared during the interview with Crescenda. Crescenda provided a thorough list of consequences when we repress emotions. She identified the physical, emotional, and spiritual effects of repressed emotions. My ears did perk up when she talked about those who cannot relax. Ugh, I tend to fall into this trap quite frequently. However, I have a fun tip to help you identify your emotions. For those who have mobile phones, I recommend sending yourself the appropriate emoji of your feelings throughout the day. We have the red one to indicate anger. 
the blue one to indicate sickness or sadness. You have the perplexed emoji, the thought emoji, the shy one. And one of my favorites is actually the long nose emoji. I'm assuming that one means being caught in a lie. You can't Google for a complete list of emojis and their meaning. Again, send them to yourself throughout the day. You can also send them to a close friend as well. But the goal of this tip or tool is to identify your emotions throughout the day. When you search for the emoji, it will connect you to your experiences and emotions. However, mm -hmm, this is a fun way to identify those emotions without feeling overwhelmed by them. Sometimes we do not explore our emotions or feelings because we're afraid to feel the bad stuff for too long. Once you do this for a while, you may discover that you want to go into more detail about your feelings. In the past, we discussed the value of journaling. Feel free to take the next step by journaling through your experiences and feelings. So that's tip number one. Send yourself emojis throughout the day, expressing your feeling of the day. Thank you. Crescenda also revealed that our repressed emotions bleed out into our relationships. If we do not manage our feelings, we can wreak havoc on others. For me, back in the day, my anger was notorious. Yes, it was. It was not pretty. I blew up. I blew up on people. Thus, how can we manage ourselves in our relationships? In podcast 141, Spiritual Self-Care, Healthy Family Dynamics Tools and Tips, we shared this tip from a therapist, Tanya. She talked about interpersonal effectiveness. This tool involves healthy communication. Learn how to express your needs and feelings healthily. She suggested being assertive, not aggressive or passive. I will admit for those learning how to do this, the temptation is to beat everyone into submission so that you are understood and heard. Unfortunately, this response causes more harm and usually the opposite person no longer wants to be around you. Thus, you can start small by saying, I require five minutes to process my thoughts, my emotions before I respond. This small act goes a long way as you are voicing your need to pause, your need to regroup. Hopefully, in the regroup time, you can determine the root cause of the emotion that's bubbling up. Once you regroup, begin the conversation with I statements. Tanya provided examples by stating, I feel hurt or disappointed when you blame me for X, Y, and Z. I will say that this tip really did help me manage my anger as I dealt with people. Yes, a sister had to take a time out. So that's tip number two, managing your emotions in a healthy way in your relationships. Number three, I expressed earlier my frustration and not having the resources to learn something new. For me, I was frustrated. But we also can feel inadequate or become mad at ourselves for not knowing. 
like trying to throw that computer because I was so mad because I couldn't figure it out. Anyways, Crescinda noted that we should not beat ourselves up because we don't have the tools or because we did not have the tools as we do now. So many times we may say, I knew better. I should have not done this. I should have known this by now. Yes, we can be super critical and beat ourselves up. Thus, for this tip, we are going to extend kindness to ourselves. How do we do it? Like the previous tip, we're going to pause for five minutes. When we pause, we will ask, even though I did not know this before, what can I do differently with this new information? If I apply it now, what good things can occur? What new freedoms can I achieve by applying this new information? Three questions. When you ask these questions, it helps you to be in the present and not the past. The past likes to beat us up. It has us replay terrible events over and over. However, taking these five minutes will allow you to shift your mindset to new opportunities set before you. Okay, okay, let's keep going. Crescinda shared her experience list numerously throughout the interview. She did not realize that she was actually providing a tip from her own life. So I love this tip right here. And that is to allow God to lead you through your healing process. She mentioned twice how God led her to the right counselor and programs to heal. This tip, which I shared in the past, requires that you slow down so that God can guide you. We know the statement, slow down and smell the roses. Well, I'm requesting slow down and hear from God. To do this, schedule a 30-minute slot this week for yourself. During the 30 minutes, breathe and pray for God's guidance in your healing journey. All right, we're coming through these pretty quick. Hey, we're knocking them out. Okay, tip number five. Actually, the next four tips are tips provided by Crescenda. For those who cannot participate in NLP in timeline therapy, but she recommended these two tools so that you can still progress in your journey. In podcast episode, the one before this segment or just kicked off the segment, I'm sorry, Healing Mindset, I shared my experience working with my therapist. I brought up the 478 breathing rule. During the interview, Crescenda brought up breathing. I also brought up breathing in the last tip. I don't know if you was listening, if you caught on to that. So yes, ladies, this tip is to do breathing exercises to release some of these things. I did the full seven, eight breathing rule this week because I was just doing too much. Yes, I needed help to calm down. And to get reseen. The thing about breathing exercises, 478, the thing about 478 is that it's free. Can you believe it? It's free and it works and it's powerful and it's simple. It's just breathing. 
Because what happens when we're not breathing? We're holding in all those experiences, those feelings. It's, it's cutting off oxygen to our brain. And we're not able to relax and release the tension that our experiences build up within us. So yes, ladies, go ahead, get your breathing on. Are you ready for an interactive way to inspire, empower, and equip your community? As society returns to normal, we face the challenge of connecting and purposeful living. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, JNTEL, understands this challenge. We have developed workshops that promote self-care and well-being. Invite JNTEL to your women's events such as retreats, luncheons, small group gatherings, and internal programs. Together, we will create an atmosphere for self-expression, self-discovery, confidence building, and spiritual connection. Go to jintel.org slash booking to book us today. Moving forward. Now, this tip we had on the show as well, and that is practice gratitude. You got it. Crescenda brought it up again. Thus, I'm going back. To podcast episode 159, Mind, Body, and Spirit, Winter Mindset, Tools and Tips. Mm-hmm. Our guest, Kristen, shared numerously about us having our unique purpose. She made a profound connection with gratitude, allowing us to believe in ourselves, especially with our gifts and talents. She noted that being fueled with gratitude allows us to embrace God's purpose for our lives. But more importantly, gratitude keeps us from comparing ourselves. I personally was like, wow, at the time. Yes, I was. When we are not comparing, but reminding ourselves of God's blessings in our lives, we continue on our unique journey. She stated so profoundly that gratitude leads to powerful lives. She also provided insight to how to get started with gratitude. She referenced two books, A Thousand Gifts by Ann Boskamp and I Choose Joy by Daniel DeLago. Both can be found on the Healing Peace website, ahealingpeace.com. Select resources and feature books in the menu and boom, they're right there. Lastly, she suggested creating a gratitude list with items like being grateful for your family, waking up, and drinking coffee. Then over time, build up the list as you progress in your life. And I will tell you guys, I've been doing my little gratitude list and it's actually reinforced or helped me to be more faithful in my life. The reason being was because I was focusing my attention on the things that God provided, the blessings that he was providing versus the negative experience. Versus, oh, she did this wrong to me today. Versus, oh, I don't have this today. But instead, seeing what God provided in other areas helped me to remember not only of his provision, but his power and his thoughtfulness for me as I continue on this journey. So yes, ladies, gratitude does a lot. It is powerful. 
All right, now, let's move on to the next tip that crescendo provided when we cannot participate in NLP and timeline therapy. This tip being visualize your goals. I can't remember if I shared a while back what Steve Harvey discussed for visualizing your goals. I put this into practice too. But he recommended writing down your goals. He actually said start out with 100. Yeah, that was a lot. But starting out with those goals, the things that you are wanting to achieve. And he talked about waking up every morning and reviewing them and imagining yourself completing them, which includes thinking through your emotions associated with attaining the goal. And usually my emotions with attaining the goal is that I do have a little extra strut and I'll strut around the house. And then eventually I will say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But anyways, the last step in this process of visualization is actually taking action to complete them. In the past, I'm going to be honest, I never did the last step of taking action. I just hoped and prayed that my thinking about it will produce the results that I want. Yeah, you're probably chuckling as I'm saying this because we all know that that never works. So yes, visualize, but you have to take steps toward completing them. Yes, you do. The last tip which you can do when you cannot participate in NLP or timeline therapy, that is meditation. Again, I'm going to tell you, this works, y'all. This works. I expressed during the interview how off-centered I became when I did not do my meditation for the week. I was actually introduced to this practice way back in the day. I mean, way back in the day when we discussed meditation on the podcast. That would be episodes 50 and 52. There are different ways to meditate. I believe most meditation apps, you can get your app, and most of them will help you to breathe. See the importance of that breathing. And focus your attention on your body to empty your brain of all the noise. And doing these actions, they help you to achieve serenity in a calming manner. Yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. All right. So those were the four tips that she recommends doing if you cannot experience NLP, timeline therapy breathing, gratitude, visualizing your goals, meditating. Moving forward, we got two more. Can you believe it? We on number nine. Oh, this one by so fast. But number nine, and this is a great tip. It is an example of who and what Crescenda was doing. Crescenda expressed how her life circumstances changed, which spurred her retirement. But hot dog, I'm impressed at what she's accomplished despite the transition. Therefore, this tip focuses on overcoming adversity. She could have stated that she was beaten down and can no longer achieve her goals. But no, oh no, no, she didn't. Instead, due to her own need to heal, God led her down a path to help others to heal 
to the point where she talks about and says, I am a transformation coach. Can you believe it? I'm amazed by this. In her overcoming adversity, she poured and continues to pour out on others. So what is this tip exactly? I know, I know. I like to talk. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, though, I'm going to tell you. We have all heard this saying, when God closes one door, a new one opens. Thus, this tip is to spend time reflecting on your closed doors and the new opportunities that you received instead. For instance, when I first moved to Texas, I was about to work full time in IT. However, before starting the position, the company rescinded its offer. Instead, I found a part-time job that provided the flexibility for me to start this little old nonprofit JNTEL and this little old podcast of healing peace. Again, the closed door, no high-paying job, full-time benefits, none of that. But the open door, helping others through this podcast in our nonprofit. I definitely did not plan this outcome. When you begin to notice the open doors, you realize that you've overcome adversity. And then what does that do? It pumps you up and it tells you you can take on the next challenge and you're going to be successful. Yes, it does. So we want you to get in that mindset. Allow yourself to see that, yes, you have been victorious. You go ahead and stretch your victory. Yes, you do. Okay, you know, I can't carry it away because I get so excited. But can you believe it, ladies? We done made it to tip number 10. Ooh, this went by so fast. We all know this tip because we've shared it numerously on the podcast. Yes, we have. That being, find your tribe, safe relationships, your community. Yes, Crescenda highlighted this truth once more during the interview. One new criterion she added was finding others on a similar health journey. Not the misery that loves company, but rather those who are pursuing their personal development. In your interactions, you can relate to one another, grow together, and build each other up. And in that building each other up, you have the opportunity to share what's helping you. And in the process, you have the opportunity to give back and to comfort others as you are being comforted. It's called that circle of life, circle of life, circle of life. All right, now, we done did our 10 tips. We have some repeated ones. However, all tips lead to mind power healing. I want you to come back in November. You know, we're about to take a little month off. But in the month, we you have all these great tools and tips. Go ahead and pick a couple. Get your plan. Get your game on. And decide what do you want to focus on so that you are continuing on your transformation train. Yes, you are. So, all right, then. We'll see you next time. Until then, enjoy your fall season.